0: Vegas, as well as friends welcome back to another episode of the show i'm flip wilson
1: and i am vanessa guillen and this is the read thank you for coming back
0: yet another week i think we here in the city of new york are in phase three <laughs> or or two and a half child they Something are like
1: i'm still at home <laughs> i won't be doing yeah, nothing's
0: nothing's changed for me i just googled the phases yesterday for the first time to see what they actually are i knew that i wasn't going to be doing anything different for the remainder of 2020 mm-hmm. 20 probably Correct. but just out of curiosity i kept hearing the words uh phase and um kuoma thrown around just so, odd. so i wanted to know what's going on um but apparently you can go get your nails done or massage or something
1: yeah something my like um my brow place just sent out an email talking about they open which feels like i mean i guess as long as everybody wears masks i just have resigned myself to being ugly like i'm just gonna be ugly with these overgrown eyebrows and it's fine i just don't need it that bad
0: i mean which niggas am i going to be in front of to I mean, try try mack that. on, <laughs> or hope i get macked on I, it's not yeah. i'm not Seeing y'all ever again, right? So and
1: getting your brows threaded fucking hurts anyway. So
0: I'm, I mean, I, well am, <laughs> I am, I uh, am, or I did take it upon myself to get a one of those um like foot basins to give myself. Oh a yeah, a foot spa. To do all of that, but again, that's for me, so I don't start fires in the middle of my, sleep <laughs> or my calves or my, the heels of my feet. Rather.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: Anyway, welcome back, and let's start the show with some Black excellence this week. Black excellence goes to uh, brothers Arthel and Darnell Isom. These twins are uh, creators, founders, presidents, CEOs of Japan's first ever Black-owned anime studio. They founded De Art Stagio in 2016— And Arthel is someone who's worked on anime like Bleach, Naruto, Lupin the Third. Nerds like myself probably are familiar with those things. Okay, Um, I think also Pokemon and some other stuff. But as a a nerd, it's really, really dope. uh, Or Blurred, it's really dope to see something like this. I'm so obsessed with uh many different corners of Japan's uh, media and entertainment and things like that, especially anime, manga, and the like. So um, it's cool to see a studio that is predominantly owned and run by uh, Black men uh, doing what it is that I love to, to see and I'm a huge fan of and things like that. And they say at their studio... That they are bridging the gap between Eastern and Western ideologies mm. to create a truly unique and vibrant animation. So, black anime characters that actually look black, <laughs> have
2: like
0: <laughs> black features. Nice. And <laughs> authenticity and stuff like that. Although, no shade, you know, some Japanese animators are, are getting better than the blatant racism of anime when I was a kid and before. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. Shout out to those guys doing dope work in Japan. Yes. Also a big shout out to uh, um, Tabitha Brown. Oh my God. For her, own sh- her own show on the Ellen digital network. Her show is called all love. Oh love it's going <laughs> to cover things. We kind of know Tabitha Brown for uh, being famous for her cooking mm-hmm. and vegan lifestyle, self-care parenting advice And just overall being someone that we can look to who just make us feel better.
1: Yeah, I actually need to watch that. I need to go ahead and put that on my list of things to do because I need that boost of Tabitha Brown goodness in my life on a regular basis. I live for that lady's Instagram. So, Because that should be, isn't it? (laughs) Nobody is, is more suited for this. And can we just talk about how choice is fucking sickening? And every single Mm -hmm. picture she posts on Instagram, I'm like, this girl is a whole ass model. Like the whole family, just gorgeous. So very happy for you, Miss Tabitha. Um, Much success. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate.
0: Okay, so this week in our pop culture mess, our section called Hot Top's Game of Throats, we're going All to right. start light and then move forward. All right. <laughs> Late rapper Pop Smoke's highly anticipated album is out, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I think it came out on Friday. Um, but a few days before it was released the album cover was making loads of of buzz online, and not for good reasons. The original cover art mm. was designed by one Virgil Abloh. Huh. Because apparently Pop Smoke <laughs> wanted for Virgil Abloh to do the cover of the album.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> what
0: he got was something that looks like maybe Virgil fell in, fell asleep in front of the computer with Photoshop open and then like <laughs> his cat began to dance on the keyboard wildly yes. it's it's something i feel like maybe 3J from Family Matters would have made. Okay,
1: or a, all right.
0: Little Richie, or another child. It was it is really bad. Awful. It
1: was awful, nigga. Like, I could have done better than that in even MS Paint. Even Pop
0: Smoke, <laughs> even his face is like, really, nigga? Like, in the cover, <laughs> it looks like he's looking at Virgil. Oh, my God. Saying, this is what, this is what you're going to do for me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So naturally the internet flamed him. Of Virgil course. has been uh getting lots of heat recently anyway for other bullshit. Yeah. So it wasn't all that difficult for the girls to line him up. But this was absolutely also definitely deserved. <laughs> How the fuck <laughs> are <laughs> you it's literally just like a poorly cut photo of photo of of, of yeah. pop smoke. Like again, this is like Photoshop one hundred and one. It's just so school, lazy.
1: Yes, exactly. night school at the community
0: college lessons as, <laughs> and everything. But anyways, pop smokes here, and then there's like ice cubes and barbed wire around him, and that's it. See, it I thought those sucks. were supposed to
1: be super close up diamonds, maybe, but same on the barbed wire. And so either oh, way, it's like, is what, it is. what are we looking at though? Is it a nigga behind bars, but also surrounded by ice? Like, what are we supposed to be getting from this? It's just bad. What's the-
0: Mm-hmm. I loved how um his manager, Pop Smokes manager Steven Victor, when he initially posted <laughs> um the cover, he said something along the lines of Oh, he said, You wanted Virgil to design your album cover and lead creative. Oh no. Ellipses. Virgil designed the album cover and led creative. <laughs> And then he moved on. It was like it was uh, that quote was surrounded by like much yeah. nicer, respectful comments on what all of this means and you know the legacy of this rapper yeah. and stuff. But just in reference to the album cover <laughs> itself, that nigga was like, this is what you want and we got it for yeah. you. Yeah. Anyway,
1: and it's hard for fans to then turn around and be mad at the manager for this terrible ass cover because it's literally what that nigga asked for. Exactly. So then Virgil's I mean, getting all the hate that he deserves for this.
0: I had Pop been alive, he likely would have yeah, vetoed this the nigga fuck to out of that. Anything
1: <laughs> Any- fuck else? But
0: okay, you're right
1: because the fan versions I saw were way better than that. <laughs>
0: Anyway, like we said, the nigga got flamed for it, <laughs> deservedly, and they promptly uh, yanked that shit right the fuck off. <laughs> uh, the manager said, making a change, She tweeted, Pop would listen to his fans. Again, sir, Pop <sighs> would probably listen to his Exactly. Because I don't think... <laughs> I don't know that the fans would have seen it if he was... We would
1: have never known about this.
0: <laughs> so disrespectful. No. Anyway, they... <laughs> they released the album and it is uh oh, God. much more appropriately a simple black cover with like an embossed black. There rose. we go. Much better. And this is just <laughs> so much better. Um, I
1: really don't know what that nigga Virgil was thinking. Like not Oh like, n- n- Christ Jesus, that was so awful. <laughs> what could you have possibly had to do? What's the direction? That you were like you were making campaign fires for Kanye. What were you so busy doing? <laughs> oh anyway, God, bullshitting at Louis Vuitton. Um,
0: what else is going on? Oh, and as far as like posthumous albums goes, it's not bad. Oh, okay. I'm usually like uh, weary about that kind of thing because you know it's better to have the the artist at the center of it, there to kind of. At least ensure that their creative output or what they feel like they're capable of is present on right. the work that they're releasing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times you get stuff like everything they've tried to do with Aaliyah post Aaliyah's life. Oh, yeah. And many other artists. Um, but yeah, I don't think this was that that bad. I noticed that song, I mean, albums are going back up to like 20, 25 tracks oh yeah i I don't know this one's 19
1: yeah no thank you i'm sorry that that i'm gonna have to separate that into multiple listens i can't just sit there oh yeah i don't have the time for that i don't know how y'all sit and listen to this show (laughs) for as long as you do
0: i was just gonna say i can't think of the last time i sat and listened to an entire album all the way through an album that was more than 10 songs
1: right i mean maybe 12 or 13 But 19 is just, that's, I'm sorry, that's pushing it.
0: Yeah, it's getting a listen part two, because I'm not, I can't, I don't have the time or the attention span.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, labels will put out anything to try to get that money back. But if you say it's not Um, bad, I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, Speaking of rappers, Meek Mill is apparently being sued for lyric thievery yes there's a record label in philadelphia called dream rich oh, shit. dream rich entertainment that has apparently filed a lawsuit against sir mill alleging that he <laughs> he was connected to a songwriter or a lyrics of one of their songwriters and then used said lyrics uh For records of of Meek's own, including 100 Summers and Cold-Hearted 2, both which appeared on his championships album from 2018.
1: Okay.
0: So, this label apparently wants $75,000 for each infraction, or more than $300,000 altogether. So, the Barb's are in law school. This is good to know. (laughs) That's nice
1: is this their fault is this their work I don't
0: know. it might but be But of course you know he's been also another one that's been catching lots of jokes and shade uh recently yeah. most of it i feel like he
1: <laughs> asks for right he's kind of not that bright <laughs> <I mean. laughs> i'm just saying
0: but yeah um the super obvious dig on this one uh, is going back to when he accused Drake of oh, right. not writing his lyrics or using a ghostwriter or whatever the fuck Naturally. else. So right. That, alongside all of his usual 2020 uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj slander, they've just been, you know, what? on Nick Mills' head. He's still talking yes, about ma'am. Nicki?
2: What? <laughs> Why? Or
0: like... Or like, will like, sub her sometimes. Oh, my God. Or Naked. whatever. uh grow up. <laughs> um, I feel like they both kind of do it, but it, is, it feels like way more obvious with him. Uh-huh. Nikki will say some shit and you'll have to, like, actually get, you know, red yarn on a bulletin board <laughs> sometimes. To be like, who the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> this could be about some people. <laughs> whereas Meek will tweet... You ever been in a situation where your ex-girlfriend with pink wigs and like a big old ass and a rap career who once worked with Lil Way is no longer your girlfriend anymore? And we're like, nigga, what?
2: Oh, my God.
0: Um, Okay. Anyhow, as this story goes, if this nigga actually did steal lyrics from, copyrighted lyrics from someone, you know, then that's something for a judge to deal with. As far as, like, the hip-hop of it all, I just don't care about any of these niggas and what they are or are not writing. Um, Especially since every single one of them has someone who has written something that they used on a song um if not verses definitely hooks sometimes lines sometimes niggas give you metaphors sometimes niggas punch up stuff for them and i just honestly don't care if you don't write your rhymes i'm obviously not going to hold you to the same standard or regard as someone that does right but if you make a good song it's good fucking song. I'm not going to put my drink down and sit my ass down in a club (laughs) if your song comes on and it's good, but you didn't write it. It's not that fucking big a deal. right? But yeah, I mean, if you are accusing another rapper of getting a hook or something right. from elsewhere and you do the same thing. It's like skirt on all our 22s. So, right.
1: I mean, and honestly, shaking, shaking ass in the club is pretty much the only thing male rappers can do for me these days. Anyway, like, I mean, mm. if I was the type to go to a club during a pandemic, which I'm absolutely not, but <laughs> like, I'm not emotionally invested in what these niggas are putting out lyrically, not at all. So, it's I mean, very it's, easy for me to not give a shit who wrote it because I don't really give a fuck about the music.
0: Being of a certain age and also acknowledging the age of hip-hop, it's kind of hard yeah. to be here today and not be like, well, I, I'll just check my ass. You <laughs> know, because like... <laughs> for real. It's not like niggas have like dramatically changed yeah. the subject matter yeah. of their their <laughs> lyrics or whatever. You know what I mean? It's... What it is, if you like the song and you're enjoying yourself, then it is what it is. Not many rappers today, especially male ones, are really challenging themselves when it comes to any fucking thing at all anyway. And y'all all say the same things and use the same terms and whatever. And that's not like... Inherently or automatically a bad thing, because again, if the song's good, it's good. I'm just not going to be
1: like, <gasps> right? He didn't write that. Like I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Bitch. I'm 33 almost. Not like, whatever. Not emotionally invested. Period. Well, good luck with that, um, sir. Uh, Niggas. What else
0: is going on? Um, so I don't know if we ever put Terry Crews on the. <laughs> sick and shut-in list.
1: The fact that I could feel that that was who you was going to talk about. I could feel it.
0: If he is on there, I'm taking him off. And I'm just going to ask white people to come and get him and put him on their list. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, I save the sick and shut-in list for people who I wildly disagree with and or feel like it's probably not beneficial to anyone, especially them, to keep talking about their mess. But I also have even a tiny degree of respect for them. Or just I acknowledge that they are a black person and I want to give them the chance to get somewhere that makes some sense. Mm -hmm. Terry Crews has been so adamant in his fuck what you niggas are talking about. Yep. That at this point, I feel like it's clear where he stands. Um, I feel so sorry for Rochelle and Chris and Tanya. Yeah. The rest of the family. But you know what, girl? I don't know what (laughs) this nigga's black ass problem is. What are we doing, nigga? So... Many tweets. I'm not going to go through all of them. <laughs> Several. Numerous.
1: Oh, my God. Nobody could have the me last that Terry Cruz would be this big of a disappointment. Like, I would have like, never guessed. What are you trying to prove, nigga? Sit down. This is like, what? oh, my
0: God. Okay. So, first, a nigga tweeted some shit like, Okay, it says, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race created ideology. We must ensure hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into hashtag Black Lives Better. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God. That doesn't even make sense as a phrase. I mean, it just doesn't. Black Lives Better what?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate niggas. <clears throat>
0: Oh, Black Lives, you better (laughs) don't. Bernice King retweeted this. Bernice Child of one Dr. Martin Luther retweeted this nigga and says, We're so far from that bridge, Terry. (laughs) Black Lives Matter is in part a rallying cry and a protest slogan to galvanize people into doing the justice work needed to derail the deaths, dehumanization, and destruction of Black lives that racism causes. Justice is not a competition.
1: Wow. So, you well, would think. So succinct. You would think. <laughs> so clear.
0: <laughs> that that clear correct Mm -hmm. concise tweet i would would be an and and who it is from would be
1: (laughs) i would think that friend i would think that
0: to be like you know what (laughs) i'ma log out yep because you got i'ma
1: delete that and i'ma log out that's what i'ma do
0: this nigga retweets her and says you're right bernice king I just want to make sure it stays that way. What? No competition, just creativity.
1: Just creativity? Is it crack? <laughs> Nigga, we're is not- Is it some we're not talking kind about of new- Pottery? What the new, fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> is it a new mutated crack?
1: I think it's cocaine. I do. I think it's cocaine.
0: Are you like- Hallucinating, nigga. are you seeing some kind of off world black people yeah, that it's are PCP. like
1: mm, it's giving better melding
0: into the community and it and doesn't. plotting global dominance. like which kind of black folk do you talk to or know or whatever what is you want to make
1: sure it stays that way the goal is that black lives matter becomes a thing that is just true and not something we have to keep reminding these white people like, the goal is that one day we are actually treated like human beings, nigga. What the fuck you mean? Nobody even has what you talk about Okay, oh their mind, oh my nigga. God. Furthermore,
0: furthermore... If we were just some group of niggas that were like, we're going to get rid of all of these white people and build a fort around this bitch that we built and they can never come back. Like, even if that was what was on our mind, you are the girl <laughs> who says like, you're the one that's going to make sure it stays that way because we all want to so hear from what Brooklyn 9 has to say.
1: I'm so confused. What? I actually can't watch Brooklyn 99 no more because of this nigga. I cannot even stomach it no more.
0: Not sure. I was never really up on it like that. I don't recognize it as an unfunny show, but I'm not missing anything. Um, he also tweeted on uh, Saturday: "Are are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. <laughs> no this reality." Knowing this reality, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against this decision, I also decided to die on this hill. I'm a human rights activist, not a human wrongs activist.
1: I bet you Terry Kreese can't even tell you, Terry Kreese, (laughs) I bet you he cannot even tell you what a person's creed really is. Like, I bet you he actually does not even know what that means. (laughs)
0: define creed right
1: (laughs) just tell me what somebody's creed is what's your creed i have a feeling you don't know please stop just Mm -hmm. saying words please stop just putting shit out there (laughs) this this is just i'm done
0: i've tried to get it and understand to maybe like you know terry may just not be someone who deals well with yeah. Social media judgment or scrutiny Mm-mm. or whatever, because we saw him fold on niggas who were making fun of him for standing up. Oh, you right. reminded me of this shit. You know, after the whole thing that happened with that the, the uh, WME guy right. that assaulted him or whatever, and like niggas trying to like m- like make him make fun of him or or act like he was weak or some shit mm-hmm. like that, and then he, yep. Like later apologized for having a problem with it or speaking out against right. it or whatever, and said he
1: wouldn't have believed him either.
0: Like, so I'm like, you know, well maybe Terry just doesn't know how to deal with niggas having bullshit <laughs> to say about him. But like, you are are acknowledging that this is the hill that you want to die on. Right. I have no idea why, because to this day I don't know what the fuck point you're trying to make.
1: No, and he doesn't either. I don't know what happened to Terry Cruz, but he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And it's just all of this is a tragedy. Th- those are just words. They don't actually mean anything. The way you arrange those words together, it's not telling me anything. Humans rights activists, sad. not a human nigga. Somebody should slap the a fuck out of you. Wrongs activist. <laughs> Human
0: wrong activists.
1: Human wrong This nigga sounds like
0: a cult leader. You need to be evaluated. <laughs> Like, you sound like just, a Trump anyways.
1: supporter. That's how little sense you're making right now. And the fact that Trump supporters are the ones who are eating it up should let you know that you're not making no goddamn sense. And All Shade, uh, America's Got Talent should honestly be
0: hitting you on on your line and being like, can you shut up? Because uh-huh. after you try to defend us, you f- further sounding this publicly dumb <laughs> doesn't really help us in our case out. Because... Mm. If anything, it, it, assuming that someone has sense that is paying attention to both Terry <laughs> Crews and Gabriel Union, after all of this, I would probably be more like, So, Gabby, hit us with some more of that truth. Because right. obviously, you're the only one making
1: sense. Right. Except for the people who don't want to believe things that make sense any damn way. Oh, yeah. Child, right. fuck Terry Crews. I'm just done with it. Anyways. Saga. I
0: really just wanted to bring this up to say, um, I. Don't know if we had him on the sick and shut-in list, but just imagine that he is without being there. And <laughs> what I mean by that is I don't respect this bullshit, and I also don't need for y'all to tag me in any more tweets. I don't.
1: <laughs> like,
0: like, No. I know the idea of the Real Friend app is funny or whatever, but like, it's actually kind of nauseating to constantly
2: see this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these tweets from him just on anybody else who else who else <sighs> i just can't
1: um good luck with it
0: <laughs> niggas are also upset at one curtis jackson for going on Lil wayne's young money radio and uh being yet another nigga who decides um you know it's always the right time to shit on black women and Oh, Elevate, quote-unquote, exotic women. What? <laughs> Black women being angry that they want to fuck girls that look like they're from another country or some. Sh- I don't know. Oh, God. Um, I mean, if you want, you can go and look up what he said exactly for yourself. I don't think any of this would be shocking. He's a rap nigga. He's also 50 Cent. Right. To me, none of it should be shocking if you paid attention to... Anything that 50 Cent has said, ever. Right. Um, Especially over, like, the past five, eight years. At least. um, However long power has been on and shit like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But he is someone whose, like, deplorable behavior and statements have kind of been excused because... He's yet another rich, straight nigga with influence, and it's funny how petty and non-fuck-giving he is, or whatever. But now they're mad bad, it seems, even though that's not going to change. Anything as far as money flowing through that nigga's hands. It's not going to stop any quote unquote exotic woman from laying in his motherfucking bed. And it's not going to stop him from having the, you know, handshakes and support from his peers. So he can literally mock people being upset with him because no one's ever going right. to. You know, make him feel different or wrong or whatever the fuck.
1: Imagine a black woman openly being that colorist and still being supported and like actually laughed at and like encouraged in this shit. (laughs) I can't even see it. (laughs) She would be all kind of traitors to the race. But like people literally see stuff like this from 50 Cent and keep right on scrolling. Like they do not care.
0: So And it's like there has to be something to people. Specifically black people feeling like there's a lack of like attraction or whatever, when it comes to people that look like them or their fucking mamas or daddy or whoever. But I think that that's like something that can just be a conversation. You know, I think that what I'm saying is you can talk about whatever your preferences or however attraction works for you without Disrespecting people that you aren't attracted to, or right, don't give a fuck about. You, right. know? you could just be like, "Oh, well, you know, I like like girls that or guys that just look different or make me feel different or whatever the fuck," and try and unpack that without sounding stupid, right? You know,
1: exactly. You're you not gonna know, get like, very far with that.
0: <laughs> you know, but that to me is like something that you can. I don't understand why niggas have to like be like oh well black women this and that and can't stand it and be angry yeah. or whatever the fuck it's like because you can't just be like oh i like girls that look like fucking priyanka what's her face or whatever mm-hmm. Priyanka chopra or whatever you can't just say that you like whatever the fuck you like without disrespecting me right disrespecting your sisters and mamas and, and aunties and whoever the fucking it just doesn't make any sense because it's not necessary
1: like you have to justify why you choosing these women over us when like again if you actually investigated why you had the preferences you had you wouldn't get very far without running into colorism any damn way but a lot of black women just want you to stop bringing them into it (laughs) just stop (laughs) date your fucking white girls date your hashtag mixed chicks like just leave us alone and since when are
0: black women not exotic? Like,
1: Child, when when niggas black turned exotic people, into, <laughs> niggas use exotic like they use foreign. Non-black,
0: yeah. yes. <laughs> and honestly, I don't even know why more women who are referred to that way, especially by these rap niggas, don't find it offensive. But
1: hey, don't that's not give a my fuck. issue. They just want to get you. But that's
0: what I'm saying. A, black people are everywhere. Right. And like every corner yep. of this fucking shithole that we live <laughs> on this Correct. planet. You know, so it's like, how can you not consider Black women to be exotic when there are Black women everywhere mm-hmm. of all kinds and complexions? And it just...
1: But, right. but anyway, it's not also, even really about where they're from. It's about what they look right. like. Those women could be exactly. from like rural Pennsylvania and these niggas would call them exotic because it's all about but also, not being black.
0: But also, like, you're correct. And a lot of the women that these niggas consider exotic don't care because honestly, the only reason you can be or feel so boastful about these types of women that you like or sleep with or whatever is because they only hang around you for. Your money and access and resources and whatever the fuck else. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't have any of those things, you would just be getting on
2: Mm -hmm.
0: regular-ass black girls' nerves. Exactly. you grew up around, went to school with, yep. worked with, and whatever the fuck else. The only reason that these extra special, limited edition, holographic ass women <laughs> like <laughs> pay you any goddamn mind in the first place is because you got bottle service, nigga. Like you should honestly just be counting your blessings that you even have the Never. options that you do, and just leave people that you don't like the
1: fuck alone. It doesn't make any sense. Well, not holographic, nigga. <laughs> but yes, look at all the, every last one of these niggas. First baby mama is just a regular ass black girl just just a regular because all you was was a regular ass black boy there is literally nothing special about you now except the fact you have money that's the only reason them hoes give a fuck about you but okay um well
0: so a little interview came out last week uh Featuring one August Dulcina.
1: Oh, my God.
0: R&B crooning sensation.
1: <clears throat> okay.
0: He's been out of the loop for a minute. I think he's been dealing with some life shit. Yeah. But he's apparently got a new album. Is it out or coming out? One of the two. And he uploaded an interview... Um done by one Angela Yee, where he talks about a host of things. But, of course, most of the headlines pertain to the moment where he talked about his past relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, where he basically confirms that they had some form of a romantic loving relationship yeah. a more than friends relationship which was kind of a rumor back around the time that they were hanging out and stuff anyway he spoke very emotionally about it while looking kind of like heat miser after he went through a long journey <laughs> with braids i don't know who tourists. that is but i'll look it up it's
1: fine okay
0: But, um, (laughs) basically, like, imagine if he had braids for, like, a couple months or something and then took them down or twists or, like, Sideshow Bob and
1: Keisha Cole. Right, that is exactly, actually, what I thought of. I know Keisha Cole has worn this exact same combination of hair colors in the same order, so... (laughs)
0: It's giving, I should achieve.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I was confused, but you know, it's quarantine. A lot. My hair looks crazy right now, too. So, I get it. Um, so
0: they spoke about uh, the Jada Pinkett relationship, and he talks about how crazy in love he was, and um, he claims that he spoke to Will, um and got his blessing that Shada and Will didn't really have a romantic relationship anymore, but were more life partners. Um, he was kind of vague about the depth of their relationship, but mostly just talked about, um, you know, being in love and saying that he could, uh, he could say that he knows what it th- feels like and stuff and um yeah he mentioned how when it ended he went to a really dark place and it almost killed him and got really emotional he talked about his late sister and all of this stuff like that nigga is clearly got like a lot of weight Mm -hmm. a lot of emotional weight on his shoulders and stuff like that so uh, it wasn't just some scandalous winky-wink, I'm trying to start some mess right. in this interview. Um, since then, Will Smith has reportedly denied the rumors. A representative said that they, the accusations are wrong. <sighs> uh, Jada tweeted, quote, there's some healing that needs to happen, so I'm bringing myself to the red table. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> And then they created a meme of her sitting in front of, in front of herself. <laughs>
1: yes, I table. saw that, and I fully <laughs> expected that, so I will be waiting.
0: <laughs> it's like, but you always bring yourself to the table. It's your table and your show. Like that's. that was just worded really funny.
1: <laughs> um,
0: August says also that he gave both Will and Jade a courtesy calls before talking about this in the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh did mention if either of them answered their calls, mm-hmm. but um, he claims that it wasn't like some random you know yeah random side attack, some unseen flank on social media um hmm. Jada's mama tweeted or posted on Instagram what a little
1: Gammy spoke up.
0: give me post a little IG quote that says get rid of the pedestal you put people on Uh, recognize that people are only people with flaws and imperfections just like you and me do that and you'll be much happier because guess what they already are sleep well beloved hashtag keep it pushing oh
1: yeah Jada did that shit
0: I mean I don't not believe him
1: Yeah, me (laughs) either I mean there's no reason to not believe him honestly (laughs) there really
0: isn't I just don't know what we're supposed to do with this information. Right.
1: Um, maybe Will was denying that he and August Alcina talked about it beforehand. I don't. I actually didn't see his statement, so I don't know which I part of that he was claiming to deny, but I believe August Alcina.
0: I assume that maybe he was denying... You know, well, you know what? Actually, I'm not sure now that I think about it either. I think at first I, I thought he was, a, he was denying that he gave August his blessing.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: But... I don't know. You know, we know that there have been rumors of uh, Will and Jada having an open relationship. Some people have said they've been swingers and all kinds of other shit. I don't believe either of them have ever confirmed or denied any of that. Um, But I don't believe that August is lying. Again, I just don't know if this is something that he felt like he needed to get off his chest for himself. If that's the case, I hope that he's doing so also with a licensed professional and not just one-third of the breakfast club. Right. Um, you right. know, someone with a degree in that. Um, But other than that, I'm just like, I don't even know why they would deny it if it's not true, because I feel like if anybody... If anybody in the community is capable uh, of sitting down and being like, well, look, here's my truth, girl. I figured it would be them. You know, I feel like they have lots of conversations already about shit that takes place um, in their family or in the culture that niggas would consider to be you know, progressive or something from their Mm -hmm. marriage, the kids, the, you know, parenting that they receive, the parenting that they give. I just don't know why they would stop at like, yeah, we have or had some sort of an understanding in our marriage or whatever the fuck, especially if... They both, le- you know, it would be one thing if he came out and was like, yeah, Will knew nothing about it and it was scandalous and we always had to check into different hotels and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, if it was something like that, but if they knew about it and it happened and it's not happening anymore and everyone's moved on, it's like, right? Well, what am I supposed to give you besides woo, woo, woo? I don't know. I think I'm just getting old.
1: Well, I mean, no, I think that would be the case, actually, if there wasn't this issue of like... Was Jada in like a mentor position over him? Like, does she kind of frame herself in that way with her relationship with him? And so then it turns into like, is this woman who is much older, was she like manipulating him from this position of power she mm. had over him? Or was it really just, you know, a Mrs. Robinson, you know, let's fuck around. And then you caught feelings type of situation. So I think it's going to come down to that. To, you know, August Alsina, everybody knows, has been struggling emotionally for a while with lots of different things. And Mm -hmm. if Jada positioned herself as like a mentor to this man and then it turned into an affair, then that is deeply fucked up. Which I thought she did. I when they were hanging out and people were talking about
0: rumors of them dating or whatever, I thought maybe. But I also thought she's probably, if anything, like a motivator for him mm. you know she probably pushes him and maybe does help him in moments where he feels like shit and needs somebody to talk to or whatever so that's what i always guessed but you like what are, how the fuck are we supposed to know maybe right. it was some shit that was just like hey girl so what is that dick yeah. do so we'll see if I she really... addresses
1: that on this red table because i think that's what i'm interested in most of all yeah
0: i, I was looking up i forgot what day the table come on
1: <laughs> me too. I just feel like, you know, I will see the link on Instagram when it's up, so.
0: Yeah, I was hoping it's not going to come out promptly when the episode... They probably will. I mean, this episode finishes, because that's usually how yep. these things work. Um, Correct. But, you know, whatever happens, you know, we'll probably cross that bridge whenever we get to it. Mm-hmm. But either way, you know, love me some Will, love me some Jada, and I sincerely hope that August Alsina is... Um, able to just find peace and and be okay because like again he didn't really discuss what how deep their relationship uh, went. He was very you know quick about getting to the point or whatever, but he also was clear that that ending at least took a huge toll on him. So just oof, hope that the brother is all yeah. right. You know,
1: that's real because, you know, it just seems like he just constantly going through something. I feel for him.
0: Yeah. Especially when he was talking about his sister. Yeah, I can't.
1: I I, I can't handle that.
0: Yeah, it sucks. Um. So lastly, (laughs) who is ready for First Lady Kardashian? That's
1: right, (laughs) The fact that I actually forgot about this.
0: Next time on Keeping Up with Kardashians, <laughs> Kanye West's presidential campaign. John. Kanye tweeted, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God. This is on July 4th. What? Trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. What? I'm running for president of the United States, American flag hashtag 2020
1: vision. Absolutely not. Under zero circumstances. (laughs) So... Mm -mm. No way.
0: When I first read this, after laughing for, I don't know, close to 120 seconds, (laughs) I thought to myself, will the goopery and gaggery and foolery and fuckery ever see. It shan't. On one end, you know, the idea of Kanye West being the president is such fun because... <laughs> <laughs> First of all, what would be the huge difference between oh, shit that and right now besides the Secret Service wearing, like, moon boots or some shit, you know? Kanye's Secret Service would have on, like, Yeezy Muck looks and 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 nude colored suits like monotone all <laughs> nude colored suits please with with fringe and he would make the white house the chrome house chris jenner would be the press secretary right. and black china would be stormy dan
1: no thanks no thanks
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound like a show that
1: you want to watch it does not actually my nigga like the world is on fucking fire i don't have time for this shit
0: I don't know Fuck.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't know how many Flintstone vitamins Donald Trump gave this nigga for this bullshit <laughs> but
1: oh my god
0: I just don't have the capacity to let this bullshit swirl around in my mind what in the good damn fucking last 60 seconds of the fucking <laughs> quiz <laughs> bitch how the fuck you are you bubbling in on your Scantron sheet at the fucking wire talking about some, I'm running for some, what? Come and get.
1: <laughs> if you niggas, honestly. Y'all better not.
0: But you know what? They put Donald Trump's name on the ballot. So I can't even say if y'all niggas put Kanye West's name on the ballot. Why wouldn't you? The whole thing is a joke. All I just
1: don't think joke. he can get on most ballots at this point any damn way. I don't obviously know the laws for each state, but I don't think we'll see Kanye West on most ballots nationwide anyway.
0: At least six of them have already said, girl, the door
1: <laughs> is closed. <laughs> <laughs> the door
0: Right. that's
1: how you know he don't mean it if he really wanted to be president he would have done this a long time ago he would have made this announcement a long time ago kanye is just fucking trolling he's bored over there i actually don't know what the fuck's going on over there but he needs to leave me out of it he did nice things for george floyd's kids i'm not taking that away from him but like what is the point Mm -hmm. of this what is the purpose Mm -hmm. of this other than to be a distraction to get people focused on absolutely the fuck nothing
0: he just really wants to see the vice president get okay, and
1: <laughs> all right,
0: just sincerely <laughs> needs an Oval Office album cover. Everything about this it's, is so stupid it's a fresh and, and ridiculous. <laughs> and and distracting and i don't know why he keeps like trying to like dick around with this needle of here is some like you know thinly veiled bullshit that i'm going to do right. where i pretend to step a foot of sense back into the community <laughs> only to then you know backflip right back over <laughs> with my maga brethren right like look- i don't what the fuck is this nigga? What are you just like? Stop. Yeah. Stop. I was so prepared to just let you make your songs that I'm not gonna listen to. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> let Kim do that. call up the girls that are doing the police reform work and just let y'all do all of that. I was prepared to just let that happen and not talk about it and just keep. But this is like, girl, what are the what are we fucking doing? Uh, yes. And why Well um, That's fat
1: on that No leave it alone Go away nigga Not
0: To everyone involved
1: um, Let Kim keep getting niggas out of jail And just and Help her do that actually Why don't you just work with her on that And then shut up otherwise
0: <laughs> That's it for the hot tops this week <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back to read your letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash Read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a Serious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths Okay, we're back. It's time now for Listener Letters.
1: Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Our first question this week comes from Pee Wee, who says, I have a good life. I'm a black queer man in my 30s with a great career, amazing family and friends, and I'm in good health. I just have... Some Real
0: Housewives intro
1: <laughs> I just have one problem. You see, I have a small penis. While I have okay. a good sense of humor about it, it's been a source of humiliation and shame for most of my life. I hated myself, mm. pushed people away, and had bouts of paralyzing, anxi- an- paralyzing anxiety Sorry, and depression because of it. Before you can ask, yes, I have a therapist, and I know there is a God because this therapist has been a lifesaver. I have learned that my desirability and my worth are not defined my- by my genitals. This is my body, and before I can ask others to value it, I have to value it first. It's a journey, but the path to body acceptance has been so fulfilling, and I'm proud of myself. Here's Mm. the problem. Mm. I still struggle with friends making jokes or speaking negatively about guys with small dicks. It happens in almost all of my different friend circles because what can I say? The girls are size queens. Well, (laughs) comments ranging from it must be a sad life to he's deformed to if I had a little dick, I would hurt myself have been said in conversation over the years. These statements come from some of the most impactful empathetic that must be it loving people that I know none of them mean anything by it and I know that they would be horrified and very sorry if they knew how much their comments affected me I try to redirect the conversation but it never works for too long because again the girls are size queens so I'll laugh or make a funny joke or nod along as I wait for the topic to change My therapist has been great and she's helping me talk through it. But honestly, I feel stuck. The question for the two of you is, do you have any advice for me? What advice would you give a friend who is struggling with something like this? Have you struggled with something privately that others close to you may be insensitive about? What did you do? Literally any insight would be helpful. Thanks, Pee Wee. And then you put very nice things at the end of the email. Compliments.
0: I get the Pee Wee now. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah. Well,
0: it kind of sounds to me like you are still harboring some uh, embarrassment, or still adjusting to uh, accepting your body. Because maybe you don't want to call them out, um, <laughs> for fear that they will know you got a small. Dick or make fun of you for it or or what? Mm-hmm. Two things though. Saying something like "if I had a little dick, I would hurt myself" is just ignorant. Like that, you don't. Like, yeah, it doesn't even matter what genitals you do or don't have. I think that's enough to just be like, "Oh, girl, you can actually calm the fuck down because yeah, it's that's like, mm. a real fucking dumb thing to say." Let's talk us, to you, you a therapist,
1: because that's that's extreme, sis.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. That's not necessary at all. Um and two it's perfectly okay for you to step up and just speak up for not only yourself but just people with that are living in the fucking skin that they're in accepting like parts of your body or, or your appearance that you might consider flaws or other people may consider flaws is incredibly difficult it's just hard you know <sighs> because even when you do a lot of the work on yourself to kind of get there. It doesn't change the shit outlook that the rest of society has. It doesn't change the shit, you know, uh, statements and opinions that come from a lot of the people that you're surrounded by, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, you've already said that you don't think that your friends would be okay with them being hurtful to you. So I don't think that there's anything wrong with being like, okay, look, the small dick jokes, too much, old extreme. I'm not into it. If you want to be flat out about why you're over it, I don't think that it's okay either. But I don't think you need to or don't need to. I think that it's just perfectly okay to be like this is really frivolous, stupid, immature behavior or or conversation, and I think that we're better than this, or I'd like for us to be better than this. I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything wrong with that, especially if you, uh, especially if you consider your friends to be halfway decent people
1: yeah i mean and you've made it clear that you've been doing the work on yourself so at this point the issue is the fact that other people are assholes and so yeah like if you said you're well within your rights to be like yeah um i'm over it it's not funny like and then it's up to you whether to tell your business but I mean, I understand why you don't want to. It's an uncomfortable conversation, but that's because you know people are going to make fun of you and you know they're going to make fun of you for something that was completely outside of your control, which just makes them assholes. It does. Yeah, It's fucked up to laugh at people for something that they were born with and it's just completely... I mean, or even if it was somehow your own fault, which I don't understand how it possibly could be, but still, to make fun of somebody for their body is just trash. So, yeah, I think you just have to... I, I, there's also, like... They're not going to stop saying that around you without knowing that it's hurting your feelings.
0: There's also, like, the fact that most of the girls who claim that they just need this big old King con, You know, a lot of these motherfuckers have, um... What's the saying? Mm. Eyes bigger than their stomach. Oh, <laughs> like my God.
2: That? Yes.
1: <laughs> not you. <laughs>
0: Taking yourself down. Woo! But yeah, a lot of motherfuckers be talking cash shit about big dicks and this and that on these alleged size queens. Be actually wasting big dick tops motherfucking time. Ask around. (laughs) There is nothing wrong, okay, with someone who is average or below average that knows how to put in work. You know, mm-hmm. all y'all motherfuckers out here swear that you want a nigga that's ruling OnlyFans and you ain't doing nothing about wasting everybody's time and anima. So just like right. if anything, you could start with that retort and then work your way on. I
1: but, mean, and smaller than average, who knows how to fuck is way better than giant dick and can't fuck.
0: I would like to agree. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry those are just facts if you disagree then you really are a size queen and that's your business but sorry girl
0: and that's fine with that you know what I'm saying like if you are a girl that's like I want no less than 13 inches and that's what you do and handle (laughs) or whatever like I'm not shaming you for that that's what you're into what I'm saying is a lot of the motherfuckers that perpetuate this idea that somehow you're trash or worthless if your dick isn't a certain size really can't even back up the shit that they're talking in the first place so, the whole conversation is sort of pointless, is what I'm saying. It's not really yeah. about what you like or what you really don't like. I think that just the whole idea of, oh, well, you know, if you have a little dick, you try and, like, what? You have dicks of numerous sizes and still have amazing sex. The same way that you have a giant pornographic porn hub, Brazzers ass dick, and really just, <laughs> I want you to never, ever call me again. Right. So.
1: If you're a terrible person, yeah. you're a terrible person regardless of what your dick size is. Your dick size does not yeah. make you like unworthy, but you already know that. So, yeah. Best or of luck to is- you. Yeah. And if these people are anything other than apologetic and like stop doing that shit around you at the bare minimum, then they don't deserve to be your friends okay good luck to you sir our next question comes from priscilla who says my partner and i recently moved in together in new york city we had been Mm -hmm. planning on it already but once covid19 hit it just seemed like the safer and more fiscally responsible move true we have been super careful about only going outside when absolutely necessary, but as restaurants open up on our block and the streets are looking more and more crowded, crowded, my partner seems to be joining folks in the mindset of everything is going back to normal. Today, he told me he was going out to meet a friend to work on some music at a studio and taking a nearly hour long subway commute to get there. He's been working on music at home, but I know he misses the in-person collaboration, which I understand. But I also know the subway is a pretty high risk place to catch COVID. It is possible for him to work to work remotely, but I think like many, he's antsy. When he was about to leave, I stopped him and asked why he hadn't even considered asking me about my comfort level with this since we live together. And he would be bringing back well, I know he didn't like that. all those germs to our shared home. <laughs> he got super mad. And accused me <laughs> And accused me of trying to control his life. I really just wanted him to act like he cared enough <laughs> to at least what? open a dialogue about our comfort levels when it comes to going out, but it turned into a huge fight. He said that nobody in New York City government is saying not to ride the subway. So it must be safe for him to do so. Because it's I'm sorry. I feel like the stakes are high enough to at least warrant a discussion about it. And also that we should leave as much space on the subways for essential workers who have no choice but to take public transit in order to survive right now. Am I completely overreacting? Please read me if so. Appreciate any advice you can share. Thanks. Priscilla, I think I called her.
0: What the fuck is wrong with niggas who are like getting
1: woefully insulted
0: when you have the nerve to ask them if they have considered
1: (laughs) their health or your health? (laughs)
0: <laughs> and the bullshit that they're deciding How dare you to try do. to
1: control me? Nigga, I'm trying to control the COVID-19 to keep that hoe from coming inside my house. Like, what the fuck are you talking oh about? Oh, my God. Uh, so...
0: These niggas, you're like, can you pass the pepper? Oh, well, God damn. I just, you you want to control my whole motherfucking life then. <laughs> just, just
1: take charge of my narrative. I just... Just tell me when I can touch the pepper and give it to need you. Need some pepper. Like, That's nigga, please... Actually, I mean, I think the train is probably safer than making music together in a studio, honestly, especially if everybody's wearing a mask and keeping distance between each other. I would be more worried that he's going to a studio for however many hours where people talk and laugh and yell and sing. I would just no, that would be what fucked me up more than the train even.
0: I don't know, because I can't. I get being angsty. I get um, just dying to get back out and stuff like that. Uh Um, But I also just like enjoy being able to like breathe on my own and, you know, sleep comfortably in my bed and not have to worry about, you know, harming myself or other. I just feel like I can wait. (laughs) Like, I don't, (laughs) you know, or at the very least, like Priscilla is saying, because I live with my dog. So, if I did decide that I wanted to go out to a studio or do some other thing or whatever, it would still be incredibly foolish. But if I have a roommate or anybody In close proximity to me like that. Mm -hmm. Not only am I going to feel (laughs) obligated to have some sort of an understanding with that person on what's going on with me or what I'm about to do. I wouldn't understand being upset if they wanted that. I wouldn't understand genuinely being tight at somebody for being like, so, you know, we share a home and everything. And the way this coronavirus thing happens is that, you know, people pass it to others with their human bodies. So it's, it's a no. seeing as how <laughs> your human body would be around other human bodies and then come back to mine. I think that it's at least, you're not even saying like, nigga, if you leave the house, don't come back. Right. <laughs> you're saying,
1: like I would be singing. like, I,
0: I would at least think that this this deserves like some sort of a conversation. And the nigga is tight with you about that. Mm-mm. I changed locks before that nigga got back to the house.
1: <laughs> right. It would be one thing if he was like, oh, damn, you right. I really should have run this by you. Let's talk about it. But for him to get all mad and defensive, like, how dare you try to run my life? It's like, you talking about my life too, fool. I don't know who you been around, and I don't know who they been around. And you're going to bring all that back to me. Again, you're going to a studio, not the library to study quietly at a little desk. Like... You're going to collaborate with people, with your voices. You know how many people have gotten sick in choirs and churches and performance halls, places where people do that for an extended period of time? Like, it's one of the most dangerous things. It's one of the most high-risk activities you could be doing. And you want me to just be okay with it? Boy, if you don't get the whole fuck. Is he a producer? Is he in a separate booth by himself that nobody else comes in? That's to what I'm wondering. Because if it's something like that then maybe. But if he actually has to be in the same small soundproof room with other human see, beings, it's a no.
0: But see, you see how you would only know that if you had a Yes, conversation that's true. About you would have first. to
1: talk. See, you would have to talk.
0: <laughs> because maybe there are loads of of measurements being taken down at this studio that can ensure at least a safer environment. Maybe. But how the fuck are you supposed to know that if you don't fucking talk about the shit first? Like, what is niggas' Mm -mm. problem? I don't understand being upset about that shit. I really don't. Because a bitch like me, the moment that I hear them fucking locks turning when this bitch come back, I'm standing in front of the door and I'm spraying you with Lysol (laughs) as
1: soon as I see your face. You just really won't. I mean, I I don't know how big y'all's apartment is. Probably not big enough for him to have his own bathroom, but... (laughs) You would have to like really not be nowhere near me, like my breathing space for the next two to three weeks. Are you ready to sleep in an entirely different part of the house? Because COVID-19 is not something to play with. And it's partly the government's fault that y'all feel like it is. Yes. The fact that New York City is even in a phase three is fucking stupid. You know, they're talking about opening the pools. Nigga, I'll slap the shit out of all of y'all. This virus (laughs) is not... It is not at no type of place where we can just start frolicking like shit is good, especially because Florida is posting worse and worse numbers every goddamn day. And everybody in this country is free to travel around the country. God only knows how many people left New York City over the holidays and then came back with all kinds of creepy crawlies and shit. God only knows.
0: God God knows. And
1: (laughs) y'all went everywhere. You are not overreacting by being worried that the worldwide global pandemic, of which America has the worst response, might show up at your door in New York City. No, you are nuts.
0: And you're completely right. There's so many fucking rich ass motherfuckers, corporations and CEOs and whatever that honestly probably have much less of a risk. Absolutely have much less oh of a yeah. the risk they not of contracting this prep, stuff because they, they have not
1: clocking in every day.
0: <laughs> they have all of the things they need in place to make sure that they're good or even if they did contract, they'll have way better uh, care and oh, shit yeah. like that than the rest of our motherfucking asses. So they're not worried about shit, but getting back to their motherfucking money, which means that they need these streets to open back up. And all of these motherfucking states yep. that have been doing that shit two days after the bitch touched land over here, if that's <sighs> what it's all been about. So, of course, people who are dying to get back to their normal routine and celebrate and like, you know, I'm a recluse. So, you know, I like a little a party here and there and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm cool, you know, so I can't put myself in the mindset of someone who there are people who genuinely don't process or know how to process like existence without social interaction and just getting out there and and being around other people. I don't think there's anything wrong with that unless being around other people is costing hundreds of thousands of millions of lives. So, (laughs) like, I don't, it, 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 it really, you're right that so many states, like, being like, hey, girl, guess what? numbers aren't better people still dying by the truckload but go get the meals done and come see us for your bottomless mimosas it's like of course people are just starting to act like ain't shit going the fuck on because that's what our leaders are doing and they know damn well they're not supposed to so there's nothing the fuck wrong with you know letting your nigga know like i'm not fucking playing i'm not playing with you i'm playing with this motherfucking virus and at the very least, respect would go, hmm, let's talk about right. what we're going to be doing and not doing since we have to share a space together. Lovers, friends, you know, roommates, lease
2: mates. whatever, don't give right. A fuck
0: what the fuck it is. That's just what should be going on, period. So I would tell that nigga, the next <laughs> time that you tell your motherfucking friends that you live in the studio, you let them bitches know that you mean that shit. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay.
0: I stay in the studio for real.
1: I just. mm. (sighs) Did you see these niggas in Atlanta? (laughs) In that damn inflatable pool in the middle of compound. I said, so you niggas want all of the diseases. Y'all want every single thing that you can get.
0: (laughs) That shit was so ignorant. It was almost funny.
1: Did you see the white gays on Fire Island?
0: Oh well, I no, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> like that wasn't gonna stop no white One of, of them
1: was diagnosed with COVID eight days ago and went to Fire Island anyway, and just posting on Instagram all on the beach and shit. Hold on, talking about, Ugh, I can't believe I don't feel good. Damn, Rona, like, bitch, are you joking? Why are any of y'all when, on Fire Island right now?
0: When I saw them niggas in that fucking pool at compound, I was disgusted in Atlanta. <laughs> I literally, I almost cackled because it was, it was so
1: fucking ignorant. You know niggas are pissing in that pool. You know they are. I
0: I thought I was watching the Boondocks.
1: Like, it honestly, it
0: it felt like, nigga, if HBO Max actually throws uh, Boondocks up, they're going to have a field day with this year, but... You know them episodes of Boondocks where they would, like, parody some yes. shit that actually happened, and it would okay. be so funny, yes. but then you would go back and watch the clip, and you're like, this was word for word, shot for shot what happened. The R. Kelly like episode. That is what I felt like I was watching. Them niggas was in that pool, acting like it was Freaknik, doing wild backflips flips I mean, and grinding on each other, tossing bitches across the okay, fucking room and shit. giving out back shots. Nobody in a mask. I was like and and to be in this water what?
1: on top of that why are y'all in this nasty ass water <laughs> I said what? oh my god I said asing. it wasn't even
0: the it wasn't even the first footage of of niggas at the club or at a party or anything that I saw but something about that pool and the <laughs> gyration and antics of it it was honestly like them niggas were partying like they hadn't been to a party in
1: <laughs> years like
0: it was so buck wild. I really wanted to laugh.
1: It was, but I could you know, I mean, it was, I was just disgusted. I'm like, y'all do understand it's disproportionately affecting us, right? Y'all are going to take that shit. You niggas don't live alone. Y'all are taking that right back to your roommates who have essential jobs, taking it right back to your parents, your grandparents who have essential jobs, your aunties and uncles who take care of kids. Like, Y'all are just spreading this shit even more around the community that's already fucked up from it. Why? But
0: niggas. So anyway, even Keisha Lance tops bottom says she saw got it. it. So and
1: I believe she has been careful. So you know, it's like Maya Keisha wasn't even at compound and she got it. So you know, in three weeks, <laughs> so. let's see what Atlanta's numbers are looking like because I fear for you niggas down there. What the fuck was that? I don't know what we're supposed to do. Oh, okay. Well, we have we have drifted far away from Priscilla, but.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell that nigga to stay. Stay right there where he at.
1: <laughs> and if he can't even have the conversation with you, then you need to reevaluate whether this relationship is really where you want to be. Right. You Might as well take advantage of the pandemic and just leave that nigga with the lease. They can't come after you. I mean, they can, but it'll be a while.
0: Imagine if we were in a situation where you had to pack up your shit and like hit the street and it was some walking dead shit, you know, some real shit yeah, where it's just I'm you and bitch. your bitch and everybody. Like, then would you, you gonna rely on this nigga who couldn't even talk to you about I the basics? I don't basis? think so. Mm, don't know.
1: He gonna be one of the ones who get bit by the zombies and, and come right back.
0: Or worse off, throw your ass in front of the zombie first so he can get away. Oh,
1: we. Okay. Good luck, Priscilla. It always happens to somebody in the movie. It does, it does. And it's probably gonna be you, girl, but okay. Our next question comes from um, give me a name for a dike. <laughs> Jay. Jay says, Hey Crystal and <laughs> I'm 26 years old and I share a home with my twenty nine year old sister and my one year old <sighs> nephew. I'm sorry. My sister and I have lived with one another multiple times in the past, but this time it's different because now there's a baby involved. My sister is a single mother because niggas, and I try to help out as much as possible. The problem is that my sister often goes out on dates or to do hoodrat shit with her friends or sometimes will have whoever she's dating over at the house, all of which require me to babysit. I realized that I would yep. have to take more responsibility when we moved back in together, but I didn't think it would get to the point that I feel like the damn baby daddy. I love my nephew to death. However, I do not in any way, shape, or form want children of my own. (laughs) Mm. Lately, this has been more and more frequent, and it's almost every other day at this point. Last night, she had a nigga over, so I took care of my nephew overnight. Her nigga left five minutes ago, and now she's heading out the door to go to the mall. (laughs) Do y'all live in Atlanta? (laughs) Anyway. Maybe she doesn't pay me to babysit and she also often makes plans before asking me if i'm even free she doesn't even act grateful that i do so much for her and she has literally told me that this is the least that i can do (laughs) i absolutely understand that it can be extremely stressful to be a single mother and i understand she wants time and space to breathe while i'm willing to provide that i cannot handle feeling like i'm playing stud daddy to my nephew (laughs) she's 29 the sister the sister's 29 yeah and the wow. right the letter writer is 26. How do I go about telling my sister that she's relying <laughs> on me too much without making her feel like she has no support? Or am I being unreasonable altogether and should I just accept the extra responsibility? Thanks, Jay.
0: You being too reasonable.
1: Okay. You being way too I'm nice.
0: <laughs> when she told me that that was the least I could do. I would say, bitch, the least I could do is nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have to do any of this. <laughs> The least I could do would be leaving your child here by himself. That would be fucked up. (laughs) Are you?
0: I'm not sure if you feel like maybe you're just incapable of giving her the read that she needs or if you don't want to do it or what, because I feel like you already know what we would say. But then again, you're asking if, you, if we feel like you're being unreasonable. I don't see how. <laughs> like, you are raising your sister baby and your <laughs> sister is being ungrateful about it and is not really, um. I was going to say not really ordering her priorities correctly, but I can't really say that just based on what you've given. I can say what she's doing is being wildly inconsiderate mm-hmm. uh toward you. I think a lot of people... Uh, do this. A lot of people with kids do this, usually with family members, because um, they just feel like their family members have some sort of unspoken obligation to look after their kid if the kid needs someone to watch them or whatever. But it's like, bitch, I don't need to watch this baby. That's not mine, you know. And I could honestly sit here and look at hulu or something like that if i wanted to and just yeah. allow you to figure out who the fuck was gonna watch your baby i could go to the fucking <laughs> mall when you go want to go to it's, it's literally not my responsibility or the fucking least that i could do you're not even grateful bitch you can't even give me a fucking edible arrangement you know like the ones with the chocolate r- sh- strawberries and the and the marshmallows oh, and shit yeah, on it the bitch, right like you don't do Nothing to even show that you, like, give a fuck about how often I let you just live your life and do whatever the fuck. And you are the big sister. So. Yeah. What? You need to cuss her out. That's what I would do.
1: (laughs) Right. And maybe because this is your older sister, you like, oh, you know, she had to stop and watch me so many times. Maybe she did kind of have to constantly babysit you. So she's only three year, I mean, I, I mean, I, I really don't know. If sometimes they just put the oldest in charge and then they yes, do whatever, no, they yeah, you're right. go to the casino. Right. So
0: that's not enough to be like, right? Oh, well, bitch, so raise all of son. the time. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> right. right. girl, we both was watching Power Rangers, sis. Like, you did not raise
1: me. We're not generations apart. And right, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, well, you know, maybe if your sister is paying all the bills and you live there for free, then I could see you being kind of the default child care
0: also but then
1: you put she put in the ps that she is actually working and her sister is currently unemployed so you know she's being asked to babysit after working you know day shift 6 a.m to 2 30 first shift or whatever so it's like not only is she not providing for you you are providing for her and you are letting her just kind of take full and complete advantage of you whenever she feels like it so You're gonna have to say something. Yeah. You're gonna have to say something.
0: I don't understand that state of mind. Being like in a situation where you are so incredibly blessed to have someone like your sister who is having your back looking after your nephew Mm -hmm. and doing all of these things in placement for, you know, this child's other parent or whatever. I don't understand how you would not. Show how grateful you are every chance that you get, especially if you are not working, not paying rent, whatever, like... Mm cook the girl a dinner. Buy her some AirPods. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do something, like something to make you feel like this should be a thing where even if she was going out as often as she did or leaving a baby with her sister as often as she did, that it doesn't even become a read letter because at least she's doing things or saying things or showing that she's mm-hmm. really, really fucking appreciative of all that this girl is doing for her. But to be just lollygagging around and doing whatever the fuck you want to and not worrying about it and then saying to this person who is working their ass off for themselves and now your child and you that that's the least they could do when they're not your mama and right. not your baby's father she needs to be cussed out. maybe you could do that nicely maybe you can you know not go as hard and not be as vulgar as i probably would <laughs> but there's nothing fucking unreasonable about what you're thinking at all like that's just fucked up it's not okay to do
1: right and you know Asking is the bare least, the bare minimum that she could do. The very least she could do is just ask if you are available to watch her right. child for you know whatever thing she wants to do. I get that parents are sick of these kids right now. I do. I get that. Y'all been in the <laughs> mm-hmm. house with these kids for a month. Y'all are fucking over it. And I know a lot of parents who, if they didn't have family in the house or super nearby where they could just go drop their child off, they would have been lost their minds. So yep. I fully get that parents need a break, but even those people ask first, like you have to, yes. you have to make sure other people are available to do that. You can't just walk yeah. out and expect me to automatically be there when I'm not this child's parent. Like right. I have my own life. Maybe I'm fucking sleepy. Maybe I'm sick. Maybe anything like, you know, just fucking the least your sister could do is run it by Maybe you. First. I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, you could really have any reason, but the fact that she don't even consider asking you first is like, okay, the disrespect but, is just going way too far here, so. Right.
0: You're going to have to it cut that. It would definitely off. for me be less about how often I'm watching my nephew and just like the disrespect of it. Right. You know, because you're right. The fact that she's saying, "Oh well, she'll just make plans without even asking me first if I can." It's like, well, what if I literally had to go do something? Right. What if I want to go get out of? What if
1: I want to go to compound and swim?
0: Like, what if I literally had to go do something? Then what would you do? You know, like there's, it's, it's less about having dates or needing to go to the mall or whatever it is mm-hmm. that she needs. That requires you to watch the kid and just more so the sort of lackadaisical, nonchalant-ass attitude of, well, she gonna watch the baby, so who gives a fuck? That's disrespectful.
1: Right. Because if I lived with somebody who had a child right now in the middle of a pandemic, I would assume that I would be watching that child frequently because we live in the same house. Like, I would just assume that I would be taking on some of that responsibility, but I would also not expect to be taken advantage of or to be taken for granted. And for the very—I mean, again— to at least be thanked for what I am doing or respected at for least. doing it. Like, you're not at asking least. for too much here. You are not, so.
0: The least you could do? I'm sorry. Did I yeah, fertilize
1: sure. your your <laughs> the fuck are you talking I about? I didn't, girl. I did not do that. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> no ma'am <laughs> oh but yeah good luck to you um as you have this conversation with your sister because it is going to be necessary in order to get her mm. to start acting like she has some sense yes all right that wraps up the questions this week if you have one for us send it to asktheread at gmail.com we're going to take a quick break and be right back
0: eighty dollars off your first month with promo code space 80 when you go to talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today go to talkspace.com slash read to get eighty dollars off your first month with the code space 80 and to show your support for the show that's talkspace.com slash r-e-a-d code s-p-a-c-e eight zero go get some help talk some stuff out let's get back to the show we're back it's time for the read.
1: It is. Um, do you want me to go first or?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, let me have a little water here. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I um I was actually going to make Halle Berry my read this week. Um, oh. You know, and it was going to be how sometimes I have done like a I just want to call you in, sis. I just want to let you know how yeah. this is fucked up. It was going to I be along that. those lines. So Halle Berry um, was on Instagram live with a hairstylist talking about lots of different stuff and she was talking about how this role had been pitched to her um, in a movie to play a trans man and um, she misgendered the character several times while she was talking about it and said, you know, that she was interested basically in playing the role and that she wanted to experience and understand that role. And so, you know, since it is the year 2020, a lot of people mm-hmm. were vocal in their disappointment with her for this because it is past time for cisgender people to stop playing transgender roles. Um, and, <clears throat> If you don't understand why that is so terrible, I highly suggest you go seek out the trans people who are talking about this and go learn from them. If you haven't seen the um, the Disclosure documentary on Netflix, I highly, highly recommend it. They um, go into great detail about how this is so fucked up and how it actually harms trans people in real life. So I was getting ready to talk to Hallie about all that. You know, it was about to be all that. It was about to be cis. I know that you are like... You' down with the Alphabet Mafia. I know you think that this is not something fucked up, but it is. Yeah. However. Just a few hours ago, Halle Berry posted this, and it says, Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to discuss my consideration of an upcoming role as a transgender man, and I'd like to apologize for those remarks. As a cisgender woman, I now understand that I should not have considered this role and that the transgender community should undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories. I'm grateful for the guidance and critical conversation over the past few days. And I will continue to listen, educate, and learn from this mistake. I vow to be an ally in using my voice to promote better, better representation on screen, both in front of and behind the camera. Beautiful statement. Thank you so much, Miss Halliberry.
0: This God. is all. I, I honestly wasn't sure what's with that. <laughs>
1: He's like, it was could go either way. She could be like, how yes. dare y'all? I was going to show this some respect and some nuance. And she could have easily taken it as an attack. And I mean, look she at the t- year. Right. Because, you know. I wouldn't be shocked. And, and white people have been getting away with this foolishness for a long time. Yeah. So... Yeah. But I'm just glad that she listened, she learned, she said something that made a lot of sense, and she avoided from herself from being the subject of the read tonight. Amen. Other than that, even though I'm really trying to embrace abolitionist ideas, and, you know, I'm reading a lot of Angela Davis, and Our Prisons Obsolete is really good, I still want Breonna Taylor's murderers arrested. You know, I'm struggling with that, but it is still how I feel. I want them to rot in prison for the rest of forever, you know. I'm going to work with myself on why I feel that way. But yes, arrest the motherfuckers who murdered Breonna Taylor. Please.
0: Take your time on that word.
1: Like, just do it. Thank you. And that's it. Oh.
0: Okay. Um, for me, I have two things. Uh, how do, I'm kind of actually a little bit lost on how to word this first one. So hopefully I don't sound stupid. But there's one thing that lately has kind of been irking me. Um, how do I say this? So, I think that Black people, especially today, uh, we have a way that we cope with and converse about the bullshit that we have to pull it up, put up with um, as Black people. And one of those, or uh, a part of, of of what we use is, is humor in the way that we speak about a lot of the bullshit. It's been super obvious, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and things like that. Um but in all of that, a lot of what happens also is that we share phrases, terms, words um that make sense to us, uh, that sometimes uh surrounds the or surround like social political stuff, right? Um, So right now I'm like honed in on the term canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, So canceled or referring to someone as canceled has been something that's kind of, it's been like a term used on the internet for a couple of years now. I want to say it sort of rose to, you know, where it is around the Me Too Beginning of the Me Too era, Bill Cosby shit, or I don't know exactly the origins of it, but I know it is something that was born within uh, Black Twitter, right? And just a a term that's used to, you know, (laughs) describe people not supporting someone who has uh, done or said something deplorable or dangerous, violent, negative, Mm -hmm. offensive, whatever. Um, Now, what happens with things like this and pretty much everything else that Black people do is that then trickles down into the TikToks and the Tumblr and the Twitter and all of these other social media pockets where young white people are and they <laughs> soak it up and they start to use it and not all, you know, bad white folk, good bad, you know, whatever side of things, but they get wind of it, they start to use it as well for whatever reason and then from there it infiltrates all of their white-ass little fires everywhere ass houses. <laughs> And then, you know, Elena Elena and them be like, you know, let me get up on on the Google and the Facebook and figure out what this canceled stuff is. And then with all of their right bullshit, their right wing conservative ass racist ass bullshit, begin to mock these terms because they see where it came from. They see black faces. That have the nerve to use this to speak up for themselves, and you know all the shit that we've been talking about, and then that leads to many people of all colors and creeds. Terry,
1: that, um, <laughs> I still want him to tell us what creed means.
0: <laughs> I need to know. Um, at least a lot of people coming out and and saying or explaining uh, what all of this stuff means, you know, because. They gotta kind of break down that cancel being canceled isn't really a thing, you know. Like we said before, lots of people are considered canceled and they are still
2: mm-hmm.
0: wealthy as fuck. They never have to yep. work again, their kids never have to work again. A lot of the time for them, support doesn't stop. You know, it's just something that people use as a way to say we don't fuck with this person or accept what they're doing anymore Mm -hmm. which is something that was always done anyway um but anyway what annoys me is the fact that that even has to happen why do we have to explain that shit to anybody because (laughs) white folks Suck up the shit when we weren't even talking to their asses half of the time and be like, Where did you well, You can't, you, people can't be canceled. They're not TV shows. Bitch, we know that. Oh Nobody meant it literally, <laughs> bitch. Like. <laughs> But, of course, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you're never fucking listening. So now you're out here talking about cancel culture isn't a real thing as if we ever tried to make it a thing. I mean, they said culture on everything. But, like, you're using the term super, super literally as a way to once again try to undermine what the fuck we be talking about when we never even meant it that way in the first fucking place. The other thing that that reminds me of this that irked me for the same reason is the term woke. Like, uh. So many of the same white folk are just, you know, hateful people that can't stand black folk. Use that term, again, to try and mock us or talk about woke culture and how dangerous woke culture is and all that other shit. And it's like, nigga, please. First of all, there's a very specific kind of black person that even... Genuinely says woke uh-huh. that way. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about you know self awareness or involvement in the movement. I'm talking about like actually saying that someone is not asleep. <laughs> like <laughs> they're like it's not even. <laughs> There's like a specific type right. of black person that even says that. So when that started to become a thing of being like you know stay woke on Twitter, that was something that niggas were saying to each other when we're having our conversation about what this is and again then it spreads out into all of these other white pockets and some of the white people are, you know, not the you know, mm-hmm. the bad kind of whites. They're not the typical kind <laughs> the of white. Kind. Some of them are, you know, people who happen to be white who have sense. You know what I'm saying and are not using them in dangerous or foolish ways or whatever. But a lot of Of people who try to use it like political analysts and all these motherfuckers, Fox News employees and shit using woke. Like, nigga, first of all, nobody was fucking talking to (laughs) y'all. Nobody was fucking talking to y'all. But furthermore, while you're trying to like... Make us sound stupid. You don't know how fucking stupid you sound because you don't even understand the intent, the meaning, the definition, any of that stuff about what you're talking about. Because you got some skewed version of it that was going to be skewed anyway because you saw who it was coming from and why. You can't keep up with what the fuck are we talking about. And you don't listen to any of the shit that we be talking about anyway, which is why that you're always Like, addressing shit at the wrong time. You addressing racist shit that took place in sitcoms 40 fucking years ago instead of this woman's murder that took place like 16 weeks ago. This is what we're talking about now. And once again, you're talking about some, oh, well, honey, we are just oh so sorry about what happened to Dorothy Dandridge. What?
1: (laughs) 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 Not Miss Dorothy.
0: (laughs) So... That's the first thing that annoyed me, or the first thing I wanted to talk about. It's not even just an opinion on "quote unquote" cancel culture or woke culture. It's just the fact that it's become this thing that is uh, that, like, white people attempt to use against us when it's like, bitch. Nobody was dead serious about that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. That was a term that we used talking about the shit that we talk about anyway. And, and some of your daughters you. and sons. Right. Some of your daughters and sons and cousins and whatever the fuck were listening decided to bring that shit back out to you. And you were going to be hateful anyway because you're a hateful person. And so here you are talking to us with some bullshit and we don't even know why you're here. Right. That's it. Lastly... um Right. So, um I think society has a way especially in like American media of acting like it is shocking or incomprehensible for someone someone over the age of like 50 to be attractive. I've just noticed or have noticed for years a lot of Publications, blogs, websites, magazines, whatever that will post shit like blankety blank celebrity looks so great. Who could believe that they're fifty nine <laughs> years old? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what the f- I don't remember when this. I it was last year or two years ago. There, I don't remember who it was either. But somebody posted a picture of Brad Pitt on a red carpet, and I the tweet said something like. Brad Pitt is still so hot. Uh, who like, We can't believe that he's 50, however old Brad Pitt is. <laughs> and I remember responding to that and being like, yes, Brad Pitt absolutely is still fine. He also looks his age. Like, there isn't... I don't know why we're acting, like, shocked that people between the age of, like, 45 and the grave might have the nerve right. to <laughs> look good or clean or <laughs> like i i just don't understand what it is and, and and let me just be clear i think that there's a i'm not there are some people usually black that just look younger than they are like some people especially i guess if you you know have a an impeccable diet and you exercise all the time or whatever you know like Maybe you just look younger than you might be. But everybody ain't A.J. Johnson. You know, some people might just look like a regular 60, Mm -hmm. 65-year-old and just be good or look good because you can. I don't know. I'm not sure if, like, because people of a quote-unquote younger age may find it weird or awkward to have even a tiny degree or sense a tiny degree of attraction to someone that might be their parents or grandparents' age or something like that. But it's not about sexual urges or the lack thereof. Like I just don't know why we keep pushing this idea that when you hit a certain age, it's wild for you to still look good or be attractive or for people younger than you To think you, fine. Like, it's not some... It's not some just, like, unbelievable, mysterious... Thing. There are people out here that are your parents and grandparents' age that fucking look good. And I think it's probably offensive to be of a certain age and have someone be like, damn, this bitch looks good as fuck. Who knew they were 63 <laughs> years old? They just, like, I would imagine it feels like being told, like, you look cute for a dark skinned yep. girl or like a black person or you look you know, good for someone five, six, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, good for
1: someone I'd never want to talk to. Otherwise you fucking yuck, right. out, bitch. Like, goddamn.
0: Like, what? I don't know. I, I again, I'm sure there are loads yeah. of ripples and, and layers to what I'm talking about that I haven't even considered, but I just get annoyed mostly by the headlines and the incessant conversations surrounding people usually celebrities that are above like 45 50 years old and how it doesn't make any sense that they look as good as they do like bitch maybe
1: you they know just some people just look good. Are vegans and apparently that helps i don't know i'll never know but you but know. that's the thing you could eat a fried pork chop sandwich every sunday morning and
0: still look it's not i don't right. understand it's just it happens all the time so I'm not saying like, oh, you bitches are missing out. You need to go and get you a senior citizen. I just don't know why we act like you stop looking good at any certain age or stop having some sort of sex appeal or whatever when you get to whatever age. I just think it's annoying to act like you can't look Like you're in your fifties or sixties or seventies or whatever age and also look good. Right. Like those two things can't sensibly go hand in hand. I think it just sounds dumb and it gets on my nerves.
1: And that's it. That's real. They do that a lot, especially I see I see it a lot with women, but like it's like if you don't look 40 years younger than your age, allegedly, then it's whatever. Like I just feel like people do the most with that whole conversation. So Especially to
0: people, again, that have the money and access to practice whatever the fuck to really be a rejuvenated forever young. Damn, there bitch. is that. There you is know, and I'm not saying that they all do, because, again, it could be somebody that works for USPS that is like, damn, like, yeah, let's go to Danny's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but still,
0: <laughs> but, like, we're talking about fucking millionaire, billionaire celebrities that probably, you know, farm stem cells and oh,
1: yeah, like, all that shit. They eat
0: mermaid embryos and whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they do. Like, why are we even talking about this?
1: <sighs> man. All right.
0: Well, that's it. On
1: that note, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Um, Check out our website, thisistheread.com, and follow us on social media at thisistheread on all platforms. Um, Our merchandise is available at shoptheread.com. Kifiri, any news for you this week?
0: My Happy Meal, three things that made me happy this week. Um... I watched the Noah's Ark Corona Union, Noah's Ark Reunion. Oh, how was that? (laughs) I enjoyed it so much. Noah's Ark was like the first show. Damn, maybe one of the only goddamn shows. Maybe the only one. (laughs) Oh, wow. Anyway, that had someone that I felt looked like me at the center and followed his life and stuff like that and it had those two great seasons and movie and so this like picks up uh picks up with the whole cast and where they are where they've been and we got to see like all of the stuff that's updated and people the kids getting older and you can still watch it it's on patrick Ian poke's uh youtube uh channel so some of the stuff i don't want to talk about in case you haven't seen it and you really want to but I know that Daryl Stevens was talking about the possibility of maybe them getting another season if they got enough support or something like that and I would like to see how some of the things that happened in this special will progress so uh, thanks Patrick Ian Poke, and the whole cast and everybody I really enjoyed that it made my heart feel young again and gay and nice Um, the other things that made me feel good there are rumors that Stanley from The Office is going to get it. Or they have like a Kickstarter for a Stanley show, like a spinoff show. Okay. Um. And if you watch The Office or have heard me talk about The Office, you know that I'm all in. Um, all in. And then lastly, um, Amy Cooper is facing charges for uh, wasting the police goddamn time. And calling them lying on a black man uh, in Central Park. Yes, some
1: of it. uh,
0: The district attorney, Manhattan district attorney said, today our office initiated a prosecution of Amy Cooper for falsely reporting an incident in the third degree. We are strongly committed to holding perpetrators of this conduct accountable. Now, I don't think. Anything will happen to Amy Cooper. They'll probably, you know, look at her very sternly and then maybe she'll have to write a five paragraph essay. I don't know. But. I'm just happy that she's facing charges at all, and I really enjoy that quote. More motherfucking people need to be holding perpetrators like this bitch accountable for this kind of shit. It's fucking ridiculous how easily people, white women especially, can pick up the phone and call police on Black people for absolutely the fuck nothing. Mm. Not only are you getting niggas killed, but you're wasting the police... Time. Mm. And we pay them. So you wasting
1: my yep. money. Mm-hmm. You are. My taxes are paid up. That's my money.
0: I want her into the jail. Yep. I want her locked
1: <laughs> See, up. you know, struggling with that abolitionist shit. Because some of y'all I'm fucking sick of, so... I want her in the jail. I I cannot say that I blame you. And I actually just thought of some um, good news that I read about Oklahoma um, earlier this week. There is a candidate named Mari Turner who is running for um, House District 88, which admittedly is like the super liberal artsy fartsy district in Oklahoma City. But she is black. She's openly queer. Her pronouns are she and they. And she is Muslim. And if she just won the primary... Last week. So if she wins in November, Mm. she will be Oklahoma's first Muslim legislature, legislator. Sorry. So I was just like, you know what? Look at Oklahoma constantly giving me a little tiny bit to be proud of before everything goes to hell again. But congratulations to her. I wish her the best of luck. She is probably going to win. That district has been liberal for a very long time, but. You know, you never know till it's all said and done, but I'm wishing her the best because Oklahoma deserves real ass change. And those of you who are still there and fighting for it, you have all of my love and support because I can't do it.
0: Well, I'm glad to fucking hear that. Yes. Meanwhile, Florida got some motherfucker out here talking about Beyonce is from like 1922.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my nigga, when I saw that, I said, I don't interact with trolls. So I just simply won't. I will not entertain this. What the That's
0: what I be talking about like why y'all be dropping that shit into my mentions, my nigga. Like this motherfucker. I'm not even gonna address what he said. It was literally it was so stupid. The dumbest shit. Oh my god. And the fact that he's verified and actually like. running for office Uh, or in office i think he's a congressional candidate or something like that (laughs) i was just like this is why i tell y'all bitches i'm not from there i don't know them hoes (laughs) i don't like them hoes that ain't got nothing to do with me
1: oh man okay well on that note i think that wraps up this week's episode take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next week